everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Wow, it's always so interesting how each of you two does that so differently. I was a bit dramatic today, huh? <laughs> More so than usual, anyway. Yeah, and Glenn was right to the point. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be because Glenn's a lion and Kyle's a monkey? Oh. Yes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to our episode on the personality styles. Yeah. So uh, let's dive into it, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your hosts, Rohit Rohila. Your co-host, Kyle Reed. And Glenn Rooks here. My man, we got a full house today, fellas. Hmm. Well, one of the things that I want to bring up, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, uh, we have hit the major milestone of 200 plus episodes. And with that, we kind of wanted to do things a little bit differently. So if you go to our website, gysdpodcast.com, it's got a new look. The episodes are going to have, the episode pages are going to have a new look. We are working on new cover art as well. And really, I mean, we're going to continue this thing and kind of refresh some things and just kind of have fun. We always want to bring you new and exciting content, but we don't want to just sit here lecturing. We like to talk about our own personal influences and how each of these topics affects us. And, you know, it's us. So we're going to bring our horrible humor to the table as well. Hey, hey, speak for yourself with that horrible humor nonsense. <laughs> I'm sure Glenn would agree with me. Cree, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, he just straight up called you a creeper, Kyle. It's true. What? I think All right, ladies you. and gentlemen. <laughs> well, today's episode, uh, if you are a listener, last week we did a special episode to where what we did was we realized that if you set goals for yourself, setting a goal allows you some wiggle room because what it's saying is you recognize that there's something that you're not doing right now and you are going to try to do those things. But by stating that, what you're doing is you're allowing yourself a couple back doors so that if you aren't able to accomplish your goals, then you have excuses. And what that does is that's going to re-enable your mindset to think that it's okay to have excuses the next time you don't reach something. And then little by little, what you're going to be doing is you're actually going to be spending more time searching for those excuses rather than doing the thing itself. And so what we talked about was setting up rules for yourself. So with rules, if you state something in a very specific way to eliminate any wiggle room, yet is specific enough to define how you want your life to be moving forward, now all of a sudden it gets rid of that back door, it holds you accountable, and you don't have any wiggle room. And so what we did was we recorded that episode. Each of us kind of came up with the five new rules that we want to define our own lives with. And then we recorded this episode uh, in reality a month later. So we're going to talk about our experiences with these rules. If they were difficult, if we had to readjust them, we're just going to talk about our experiences. So with that, fellas, I'm going to hand it off to you. Glenn, how about you go first, buddy? Oh, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> why not? You know, one of, and I'm just going to start off with a rule I wasn't able to keep. Was doing the dishes after every meal. Oh yeah, 
Mm, yeah. I don't remember your rules. I mean, I, I mine were written down, so I remember mine, but I don't remember everyone else's. Glenn, can you give me a quick refresh on them? Sure. I do the dishes after every meal. I only snack during movies. I only drink soda with family meals. I drink three bottles of water a day, although I extended that to five now. And I walk my property every day. Okay, okay. Got it. I, I remember that one. I remember we had some discussion about that. Okay, so the one you had a problem with, you're saying, was... Uh, the dishes. Dishes. Yeah. Oddly we'll enough, have... everything else I was able to do, no problem. But there was one day where I just sort of said, I'm not doing the dishes today. <laughs> Only one day? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was a difficult day at work. Um, I think you know I gave you both a call the, the you know the, oh, yeah. the day that um, that I had a very difficult time, yeah. and uh, I remember eating and I just looked at the dishes and I went, you know what, I'm not doing these today. So I broke my rule and I made an excuse myself. I don't want to deal with this. I'm having too much going on in my mind right now. I just want to not worry about anything. Hmm. And I, I I even recognized that it was an excuse. I just said I don't care. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think that led to? Well, I was able to pick it up the very next day, so um, it didn't make it any harder for me to pick that rule back up. But I realize where it could have. So a question for you guys, would you consider that a hiccup or would you actually consider that kind of a, a breaking of the rules? Like what, what's the severity that you would put that on? Well, that's a good question. Well, I, the rule was pretty, the rule was pretty clear cut. You know, I wash the dishes after every meal. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, it's a straight break of the rule. I broke the rule. That's not a hiccup. That's I broke the rule, whether how severe or 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 how serious of an issue it is in my personal life. Um, it's not that serious of an issue, right? I mean, the dishes piled up from one day are not going to kill me the next day. Um, but well, it's, told it's that, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, it's it's more of it's more of how it affects me moving forward in my my rules and guidelines that I give to myself to where it could have the real effect. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. I think <clears throat> I would say if you want that to be something long term for you, then just missing one day is a hiccup. Um, <clears throat> but if you're trying to develop a new habit, then, then yeah, I think it could lead to, you know, a downhill slide. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough one. It, yeah, because I think so much of that is going to kind of depend as well. You know, if 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 we allow ourselves a certain amount of leniency, then yeah, then it's the same thing as a goal. You're allowing yourself uh, wiggle room. a back door. Yeah. Yeah, some wiggle room. Um, but, you know, if it's something that – because I think when I talk about mine, I, I kind of want to talk about the differences between like – you know, um, 
a, a hiccup versus you know something a little bit more strict and detrimental so yeah so that's the that's the one that what about the the one that you did do and um you know again ladies and gentlemen we we picked five each but what we decided to do on air is talk about the one that we missed and then you know maybe discuss one that we were able to to maintain oh heck i maintained all my other rules but uh the i guess the the most difficult one for me was probably snacking during movies only i don't really watch movies that often anymore uh, really mm-hmm. i find other things that are more beneficial to my time than sitting down in front of a tv watching a movie mm-hmm. um so it's, it's, like it's easy and, uh... well <laughs> cleaning yes or uh writing a book or working three jobs <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes, I find things that are more beneficial to my time than sitting in front of a TV watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But it was still hard for me not to snack at those times when I was sitting, let's say, doing my stream. Do you, nor- you normally snack when you do your stream? Is that what it is? No, but it, it just helps when I have, you know, snack-like foods around so I don't you know, get those little hunger pains as I'm getting energetic and getting that a little adrenaline boost as someone's destroying my game every five minutes. Um, so yes, you do snack usually. <laughs> you, well, yes, yeah, it does happen. Yeah, I do snack when I play games. It's okay. I don't know. It's it's sort of that extra comfort while you're sitting in front of a TV to have snacks next to you. Mm, got it. See I, now, I think. <clears throat> because the question I have for you, Glenn, is you kind of mentioned that it's like an energy boost and, and like a pick-me-up. Do you think it's that or just kind of a, a certain level of associating TV stuff with snacks? I think it's more associating TV stuff with snacks. If you think about it, uh, yeah. all of us who grew up here in the States, right, we, we grew up with theaters having snacks there. We don't even think about it. We don't go to the movie without buying a soda without getting a, a, a snack, right? Um, it's very rare that anyone does that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't buy it, you sneak it in. I mean, none of us would ever do that because that's not proper. What? That's the <laughs> only way to have snacks at a movie theater. That's right. Well, at least <laughs> the snacks that you want. Um, so, yeah, I think from a very young age, we're, we're associating... Uh, food and comfort uh, comfort type foods and drinks with television, with movies, with entertainment. Um, yeah. Everything from theaters to even sitting at home watching TV. What are, what are most of the commercials? They're food commercials, restaurant commercials, drink commercials. You're just surrounded by it. So one, I read this one article, Glenn, and, and I think this might be good for each of us to, to kind of come up with, okay, let, if that's something that you do want to stick with as a rule, what are some ways that you can kind of work in a more supportive way with that? I, I read this article talk about how some of the simplest tricks make the greatest impacts. And one of them that they had was centered around snacks. And so not just not buying them so that, you know, in the back of your mind, you know that they're there, but maybe putting them in a, spot that's a little bit more difficult to reach while making healthier snacks 
more easy to reach. So for example, if you know you want a snack during streaming, maybe you buy some pre-bagged carrots or, or something like that. You know, uh, you put some grapes in a, in a Ziploc or something like that. But, you know, there's, there's little tricks that you could do that makes, because what, what that article talked about is we're going to do whatever is least amount of work for us, the, the minimal mode um, method. Bare minimum so, mode. Bare minimum mode. There we go. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to act in a way that is supportive of that by making things accessible that you know are in support of your goals and making things that you know that are not in support of your goals more difficult, uh, it's, a, it's a neat little trick that might work. So you're still you're still snacking, right? So you're not necessarily fighting that uh, internal desire to snack, but you're putting better things into your body. Yeah, because I had to hide all those the, oils, by the way, Rohit. Because <laughs> the the one that I'm gonna do for my win was like that, where I had to make a little bit of an adjustment. Um, because if I didn't, I knew that I would that one would be the most difficult one for me. Mm. Oh, got it. Cool. Well, Thanks. thank you, Glenn. Mm, no problem. Um, what about you, K. Reed? Appreciate that, buddy. Um, yeah, man. I'll, I'll just go over, I guess, the five real quick. So you guys, I don't know if you guys wrote everyone's down, but I did not. So that was good to hear that. Uh, I always do twenty push-ups when I wake up. I have to drink a glass of water after push-ups. I do not use my phone in bed. I always take lunch breaks away from work. So more or less close the laptop. Uh, and then last but not least, I always tell Emily I love her before bed. Um, the one I had the biggest problem with was rule number three. I think it's no surprise to either one of you gentlemen, especially Rohit. Did not use my <laughs> phone in bed. Um, I started out strong. Uh, if, I, if Emily wanted to go to bed and I just wasn't tired, she has to get up a little bit earlier than me, like an hour before I do. Uh, she still has to commute and I just roll over and brush my teeth and get to work. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't ready to go to bed and I wasn't going to lay there just in the dark if I wasn't ready to go to sleep. So I would stay up for a bit and watch TV show or watch a YouTube video or whatever, you know, um, do a crossword puzzle on my phone, random things uh, before I would go to bed. And um, we weren't going to bed at the same time. And it was kind of it was kind of weird. I enjoy that, right? Going to bed together, laying in bed together. Emily was looking at her phone. I didn't tell her that this was one of my rules either. Um, so it was awkward, and I think also, you know, deep down, I was looking for a reason not to do it anyway, right? So I pretty much that went out the window after like a week. So I did, I did not execute that one, unfortunately. Um, the other four, I would say my favorite one, because I, I did tell Emily that I made some rules. I didn't tell her what they all were, except for this one, was to tell her that I love her before bed every night. Um, Ooh, that was a bad move. <laughs> well, I made it an event, <laughs> I think, which was a good thing, right? Um, because I think that once she understood my focus and energy towards it, and it wasn't just passively, okay, I love you. Good night. It was, Hey, Mm. 
you know, like, give me your undivided attention. I've got something to say. And that's how it became for the entire month. And it's just been amazing. I mean, I'm sure there's other things, right? But um, our connection, uh, our cohesiveness lately has just been top-notch, top-notch. Um, and I think that's, I think that has a lot to play as well. Because, it, again, it's not a passive, you know, oh, I love you. It's, you know, hey, I need your attention right now. I've got something important to say. Yeah. So that was good. I like that one a lot. It uh, did a lot for me. <clears throat> Glenn, Kyle talked about how one of the ones that he found the most difficult was the phone um, at night. Uh, what What's your take on that? Like, do you have any tips on how to maybe get past that one? Well, I just turn my phone off after a certain time, but I understand how hard it is because we go everywhere with our phones. There's access to, you know, funny videos. There's access to entertainment. There's access to information, the palm of your hand. I understand how hard that would be. Um, but for me, I've gotten to this point where I have a, you know, a little bit of insomnia when I, when I look at information, cause I'll, I'll look at Facebook and I'll see a post from someone that I disagree with and I'll have to comment. <laughs> <laughs> just, and then my blood, got... my blood gets up, right? I start getting a little bit more heated and I start, uh, start oh. going into debate, debate mode. So I understand that. Um, I understand how there's this draw to the phone there. Each person has their own different draw to it. For me, it's the ability to debate other people. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's that's a, a fascinating thing to hear from you. I mean, it's it kind of gets you gets your heart rate going for you. Um, oh, it does. I mean, if you and, and remember, I, I'm I'm focused on a lot of politics too, so I, I see a lot of the bad side of of social media and yeah, that's all all that negativity. It it really can affect you. And I I took several breaks from it. I learned how to turn off my phone at certain times of the day. Um, like it when sounds I'm, like you associate your phone with social media. Cause that's what you're talking about. Like Facebook yeah. and politics. And you're saying, I, I turned my phone off. It's like, well, you can still use your phone without using Facebook. True. But after <laughs> believe, certain time of the me, night, I found, a, I found a million things to do on my phone other than Facebook. Cause I don't, I, sure. don't I, I could play, I could play games, but again, if I'm going to play games, I'd rather do it on my Xbox. Um, oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I could watch movies, but again, if I'm going to watch movies, I'd rather watch them on my Xbox on the big screen. That's why I've got a big TV. Uh -huh. um, if I want to look up information, I've got a laptop. It'll do it a lot faster than my phone, believe me. Mm -hmm. um, oh. So when it comes to what the phone is used for, for me, I don't get a lot of phone calls throughout the day. That's all going through teams at work. So. Yeah. I'm I'm good without having the phone at night. My my family well, knows one. if there's an emergency, they could just reach out through uh, a text, and it automatically opens my phone, tells me if there's an emergency. Yeah. Well, Kyle, one thing that I've seen other people recommend is um, they especially talk about this when they talk about how difficult it is when your alarm goes off. Uh, they say if you set up your phone um, <clears throat> instead of next to you in bed. You know, maybe like across the room to where you would have to get up to do something. 
Um, and if that's where your charger is, you know, you pop it in at night and you know, it's going to be difficult. Any of these are going to be difficult at the beginning because you're not used to it. It's a disruption in your pattern, but that might be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you commit to it before you get into bed. Right. It's not, it's not convenient. Just like you said a minute ago, we are always searching for and craving convenience. And yeah. I, I tell you what, guys, I have never planned my meals more in my entire life because I don't I don't want to give myself an option to fail uh, <laughs> on, on what I've been doing lately. So I totally get it. I, I got to have convenient foods around. So I uh, apply that same logic to this. Make makes complete sense. Yeah. Well, diving into uh, to my goals uh, again, the rehash was I only drink soda with burgers Italian food or Mexican foods. <laughs> <laughs> All sound delicious. You laugh every time. <laughs> I know. I, I forgot you uh, said that too. And I was like, oh, damn. Hey, it helps clear um, up the grease from those foods. Uh, too funny. <laughs> I, I don't take my phone with me in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I, I only eat chips with meals. I spend at least five minutes outside every day. And the last Sunday of the month is when I make my Goodwill donations. And so of these, um, the easiest one was the one that I thought would be the hardest. And that's that I only drink soda with burgers, Italian or Mexican foods. And at the beginning, I thought, okay, what are all the foods that I feel like I have to have soda with? And it's like, I get a lot of Mexican fast food. So there's where the the Mexican food kicked in. No, hold on. Let's. <laughs> oh boy. I know where you're going with this. It's Taco Bell is not Mexican. Mexican food. It's not. Fine. Then Del Taco as well. I um, enjoy Taco Bell. I'm not hating on Taco Bell. Well, it's not. Well, it's, it's just not, not Mexican uh, food. Just Their new grilled, the grilled cheese burrito. Holy mm. shit. That thing is delicious. Right? Oh my God. Oh my God. I was, I was blown away. I didn't know what I was ordering at first. Then I opened it. I was like, what in the. Sorry, we're digressing. My apologies, Rohit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then with Italian food, it's it's pizza, really. You know, with with pasta, I can do without soda, like that's fine. But it's really just pizza, burgers, and you know, Mexican food that, that are doing this. And the more I, as I was doing this, I thought it'd be more difficult. But what I realized is it was a lot simpler than I thought, um, especially because there's so many there's not as many times where I eat these foods, you know, I'm usually having something else. And so that kind of eliminated that. The only time that I struggled sometimes was some days I just really felt like a soda, um, like a soda with like a beef jerky or like a cheesesteak or something like that, you know, just like a nice little, like not to drink it as a drink, but to drink it as a carbonated soda, you know, um, and so I think now that I've done this one, I'm going to readjust it. I know myself well enough to know that I can stick with this as a rule, but I am going to leave and and I'm doing kind of this on purpose, but I'm leaving it kind of open and generic to where I'm going to allow myself a soda when I'm in the mood for one. And again, I know that that's really generic and it leaves a lot of wiggle room, but, <laughs> but it's not with the intent of abusing. I just don't know how to define enough to where maybe like once every two weeks or three weeks, I'm like, you know, 
it's just a nice day outside. I just want to sit outside with a cold root beer. That yeah. sounds pretty amazing. So I figure, you know, it's it's a rule that I've set for myself when it comes to eating. I'm not going to abuse it. Um, and it's already transformed my life. I've already lost um, a few pounds. I don't drink as much soda now and, you know, feel a little bit better drinking more water and coffee drinks and tea and stuff. And um, I found substitutes that I'm enjoying more now. So that was a clear winner. The loss for me is I don't take my phone with me in the bathroom. Now, I did not think this was going to be a big deal at all. I thought this one would be the <laughs> simplest. But there were there were two main things that I want to bring up as to why I failed that one. One, I didn't realize it was a part of my routine. I, I go you know, go to the bathroom and I've got my phone with me. And in the morning is, you know, I've got my routine of app number one, number two, number three, and I'm good for the day with social media or whatever. And I don't keep going my, going to my phone. And so one, I didn't realize how much of a routine it was. And two, you hear this a lot about people who try to quit smoking is they need another habit to substitute. So um, I didn't have that. So in the beginning, when I was remembering, I would go to the bathroom and I'd be like, Oh, what do I, there's not, bring not a book or a magazine do. or something. Yeah. So now what I've done is, um, I, I brought in, you know, I'm a subscriber to success magazine. Um, I have a lot of back issues that, that I now have and you know, I'll, I'll read through those and it's been great because I'll leave like notes for myself on stuff and, you know, kind of fold different pages to let myself know, okay, I need to come back for this because this is, you know, I want to take more time on reading this. So I I feel like I found what the issue was and why I failed and came up with that solution. Um, I'm, I'm open to some suggestions if you guys have though. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I, I mean, I think the reality is I succumb to the same thing. <laughs> right i mean um let's maybe let's unpack why you created that rule why did you do it in the first place uh, a few things one and you know i hate saying this but uh hygienics were not part of my reasons even though i know it's absolutely uh, yeah. disgusting and totally you know, i think we all know how <laughs> how bad it is uh but really i found that I was losing track of time. You know, what used to be like, you know, a, a couple of minutes or whatever. And on those rare occasions, which I'm going to get a little graphic, I call a QD, which stands for quality dump. That's when you just <laughs> lose yourself and you're lost in philosophy or whatever, or, you know, good book, whatever. I, this isn't one of those times. But I realized, like, you know, what usually should take a few minutes was, you know, like, I go in like 20 minutes later, half hour later, I come back and, you know, because you just get lost, especially in Reddit. Like I'm, I'm a huge Reddit guy now. <laughs> so, you, you know, you, you, uh, you saw those moments as times of a lack of productivity. Yeah. And what's interesting is like, I would look at Christina and she's watching TV, but she's on her phone. And I'm like, well, you're not really paying attention to one thing or another. And I realized like I'm doing the same thing when I go to the bathroom, like I'm on my phone and you know, it's just, 
I, I was losing track of time. I was doing things that weren't productive. And, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd have to walk out with half a sleep leg. <laughs> or, you, or you stay, or you stay longer until it comes back. That pins got Glenn going. Needles. I was wondering if he's still on there. Pins yeah. and needles. Walking, walking out of the bathroom. It's bad around. when it feels like you're stepping on a pin cushion, like Professor. <laughs> oh gosh, like Bambi or Professor X or something. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. And I think maybe that's what we do. We unpack it and we discover the root problem that you're trying to address, right? So it's not necessarily your phone in the bathroom is not the problem. It's spending 30 minutes taking a dump instead of five minutes. Yeah. So just set a timer on your phone. And you can use that time to be more productive. Or if you take a 30-minute dump, change the rule that I will. I never use Reddit on my phone when I take a dump. Uh, because you can do productive things too, right? I could, but I know that then that would become my new habit. You know, I, I did try to do that when I realized like I was doing this. Um, I tried to do things that are a little bit more productive, but then that became my habit. And so just to kind of eliminate that, go back to the way nature is supposed to be, you know, <laughs> Got it. Got it. You so that's the a, problem. A... So that's the problem. Okay. Now, now it makes sense. Now I understand. So the yeah. root of it is that you see this as an unnatural behavior. Yeah. You know, I just kind of want to be in and out and it's nice. I think the reason why we tend to enjoy it so much is it's almost like a meditative state. And, you know, before people start laughing, when you're meditating, it's all about being present. It's being in the moment. Mm-hmm. And when you are sitting down, yeah, there's no other distractions except for you and your phone. So you actually get a dedicated phone experience, which is greatly enhanced over maybe half watching a TV show and being on your phone, or you know, some One, of the other ways that we one hundred percent, absolutely. We call that a vegetative oh. stand state. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of thinking. Yeah, For sure. it's, it's it's not meditative. It's 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 vegetative. Vegetables are delicious, huh? Okay, that's yeah, that's tough. I mean, because if you are replacing it, I think you're still kind of skirting around the root problem that you're trying to address. Mm-hmm. If you replace it with a magazine or a newspaper or a book or whatever else, um, I think you're still creating possibility for you to perpetuate the habit that you have today it's just not a phone it's something else i think we're missing a very easy solution here just tell yourself shit or get off the pot (laughs) easier said than done really just shit or get off the pot man that's what it's there for yeah Oh, man. Uh, well, yeah, folks, that's a tough one. Yeah. I don't, I don't got a good answer for you, brother. I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one again. Like I said, I mean, I think I'm having some of the same dilemma just in a different location. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not as simple as, you know, just taking your phone and plugging it in across the room and waking yourself up in the morning. It's not as simple as, uh, you know, setting out five bottles of water that you have to go for every day and making sure they're empty. Uh, this is, this is something, you know, a lot of guys go to the bathroom to relax and escape. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I 
definitely can relate to that one. Mm. Yeah, I, I like this episode because the one thing that I didn't want to just focus on was here's, you know, a month later, you know, I mean, I don't mind extending by this episode by a little bit more. I mean, I would love to get a thought on what you guys thought about just doing this exercise in the first place. Was it was it helpful? Was it not helpful? Did it do things that you wouldn't normally have done? Did it enhance your experience or, you know, what was it like overall? I thought it was fantastic and sorry glad i'm just gonna kind of speak up immediately here because i'm ready i'm ready to roll um i would i would say um because i had an experience where i decided to do a run streak right a few years back and essentially i i did this without knowingly doing this if that makes sense right it was just i decided i wanted to run at least a mile every single day it was just part of my day and there was no options. It wasn't a discussion. It was just as important as, you know, breathing more or less for me. Right. So it essentially became a rule. So when we did this as a proactive exercise and we created new rules for ourselves, I was able to look at these every day and remind myself that I can do this, right. I can accomplish this because I accomplished it in the past with something else. So this is just that. So I was able to relate this exercise with that run streak that I had accomplished previously. Um, And it was good. It was good. It it gave me insight. It brought me back to that dedication I had back at that point. Um, So I I liked it. I liked it a lot. What, What about you, Glenn? Well, I think this exercise was definitely a good thing for me, because I don't generally set rules for myself. It's more of, hey, I want to do this. It was a good experience to do this um, and actually set rules. I did find it easier to follow the rules when I actually set them as specific instructions rather than I will do something or I want to. Um, it, It is definitely a good exercise. I think it helped a lot of people keep to their goals yeah it's for me it was different and i don't know if it's because with goals i feel like goals at at least in my eyes from my experiences have tended to center around some milestone you know like a milestone of a birthday or a new year or you know i mean i still remember back when we were getting ready to record episode 100 and Kyle, you didn't seem that excited because you were just like, what's the difference between 100 and 101 or 99? You know, and in a weird kind of way, that stuck with me because I realized, even though you were wrong in that instance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear, Kyle. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's so true because why do we need to pick, you know, January 1st to kick something off? And what this did was this made me realize when I'm setting a goal that takes a lot of effort because especially if you're going to make it a smart goal, you know, you have to word it. Absolutely. You have to f- find ways to make it measurable and attainable and all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it takes a lot of work and so much so that when you try to implement that in your life, pretty soon you're going to have so many goals that you don't remember what's what and how you're working it and, because it's a new experience, you're just going to forget about it anyways. But with a rule, 
I feel like you can add it any time and it's kind of fun in a way. Like for me, a lot of these things I realized I can just program in my phone as a calendar invite. So I know, bloop, okay, it's seven o'clock. I'm going to go outside and walk around for five minutes. And there's, you know, if, if I'm doing that, then I don't have to think. And I think that's one thing that people rarely talk about in the personal development industry. You set calendar invites for yourself all the time, more so than upcoming meetings and stuff like that. These are just reminders to do something. And I think that's why I was able to hit a lot of these. Like the last Sunday of the month is when I do my Goodwill donation. Well, I've got that in the calendar now. And I send myself a reminder three days before. So I know to start gathering these things or whatever the case may be. And I really enjoyed this because I think there's so many different ways that you can apply this to your life and then kind of create your life around it. So we talked about, you know, if you find yourself always snacking and getting maybe unhealthier snacks, well, make those unhealthier snacks a little bit more difficult to get to. Now, son, that's a rule. If you're having a thing with your phone at night and you're just on there forever, well, put put your plug somewhere else where, you know, it's inconvenient for you to get out of bed to check something. And then the same thing when it comes to uh, taking your phone in the restroom or something like that, you know, come up with, with different solutions and then that becomes a part of your norm. So got to replace it with something. Yeah. Hmm. I, I enjoyed this, fellas, and I enjoyed hearing about your difficulties as well as your wins, too, because I think each of those deserves its own, here's the trick behind it, or here's the self-realization behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it's tough, I think, looking at things, too, right? When you do or don't do something, one of your one of your rules is, um, is your reasoning just a justification because this is something that you truly want to do or don't want to do or whatever that may be? Or is it, you know, whether or not it adds value to you, right? I think that your rules, you know, one of the rules about making rules should be that it should add value to your life. And if it doesn't add value to your life anywhere, uh, whether it be your health, uh, wealth, or relationships, um, why are you creating that rule? Just because? Right. So I would say maybe look at those key elements and uh, find out why and make sure that applies to your rules. But I like it. I, I'm going to I'm going to keep these things going um, and use this strategy as well in the future to be able to execute on other things in my life that I want to accomplish. I like it. Perfect. So how's Sweet. that as a leeway to your two-minute takeaway? I think it's beautiful. I think you kind of gave most of it in the past few moments here, but uh, <laughs> See, as we wrap I up I learned here, something today. What'd you learn? <laughs> South Park reference. Early 90s sitcom. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, I, didn't Kyle, I learned yeah. something today. Did you? <laughs> I didn't watch that enough. I missed the reference. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm aware of the characters, but. Uh, oh, so it wasn't like anything in particular, but you know how like in 90s sitcoms at the end, there's that lesson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. G.I. Joe. Um, 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, GYC podcast listeners, as we wrap today's episode, it was all about uh, rules that we created, right? So we did this episode originally a month ago. We discussed the idea of rules, how they can be good and bad, how can they can motivate you to accomplish certain things. Um, and one of the things when you take a look at the process of setting rules is what it does and why it's important is because it removes any conscious or subconscious negotiation with yourself that may lead to you justifying the undesirable action. That's why we decided rules were important in implementing these rules into our life. So with that said, when you take a look at it, I highly, highly recommend this exercise. Whatever rules you create, ask yourself is providing value to your life, whether that be your health, wealth, or relationships. Take a look at those three components, create rules that provide value around those three components, and you are definitely going to be in a better situation in 30 days, guaranteed. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Tune in to the GYST podcast weekly. Like and share it with a friend, and we'll hear you back next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.